0: You got to be um, smart, right? With where, with where you want to squeeze this in. Don't have mental boundaries that say, "Oh, I got to run at six o'clock. I got to run with a Garmin. Mm. I got to run with, uh, you know, with with other people from my club. Yeah. I got to run this course. I can't run in traffic. I can't run in heat. Mm. None of that. Right. Break the boundaries. You can't get to the finish line if you don't get to the start line right you know you, you can have all kinds of fantasies in life but if you don't if you don't get off your bed at 6am and and do that training that that is required for you to do you will never get there it's the small incremental things that will get you to the start line and once you get to the start line only then you have a chance to get to the finish line right the mindset is see I am 16 hours into the event, Mm. I probably finished 140 kilometers, but let me not get ahead of myself. Right. Remember that injury? Yeah. It is still hovering there. Yes. Okay. Anything can happen. So, I only have visibility into the next say 30 minutes. Yeah. So, let's push another 30 minutes, then another 30 minutes, then another 30 minutes and it just kept going on and I passed, uh, you know, 200k mark with about I think 20 minutes left into that run. Man. I came second kilometers. Oh, it was magical. You awesome. Know, you, know that, that, uh, you know that that you yeah. know that miracle. told me. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I am Baiki Winky and this is the Working Athlete Podcast. Here, I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management, and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest has been a runner for the last 16 years running marathons and ultra marathons. He has participated in over 25 marathons and 20 ultra marathons along with many short runs. He has numerous top finishes at distances from marathons, 12 hour runs and 24 hour events. With a personal best of 202 kilometers for 24 hours, he has been a member of the Indian team for ultra running representing India in Asian and Oceanic Championships in Taiwan in 2018. He does all this while balancing raising a young family and doing well as a mid-level manager in a fast-growing tech company. His name is Manoj Bhatt. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, Manoj. It is great to have you on the show.
0: Thanks, Venki. My pleasure, really. Um, you know, considering the kind of uh, athletes that you have been talking to, you know, I truly honor it. Sir. It's a big privilege. Thanks so much.
1: Awesome. So, uh, Manoj, let's talk, uh, uh, let's start the session by talking a little bit about um, uh, how your typical work day looks like,
0: maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult to kind of um, you know, put a, uh, put it into one kind of a, a bucket, but I'll mm. make an attempt. Mm. Um, so my workday usually, um, you know, doesn't start until say, you know, I, I usually log in at about say 8 a.m. or so. I mean, mm. we're talking about COVID times and right. my last two, I made a job change during COVID times. So, mm. and for the last, I was telling my um, daughter the other day that uh, since she was born, which was eight years back, I have always... Somehow been lucky that I've had um, jobs which allowed me to work from home. Mm-hmm. So the first four years of that um, was was in a company called Entity Data, where you know I again had U.S. clients to work with. So my mornings were relatively free. I started. I, I made a job change um, about three years, two and a half years back. Uh, back to Wipro. There again, um, for you know the for about three months, I had to get to work uh every day which was Sarjapur Road uh and like most of our, us crazy guys um, you know I used to cycle to uh, to work nice. I used to bike to work um and bike back of course 24 kilometers one way yeah and um, and and but but that was getting a little too uh, hectic uh, and then COVID happened I shouldn't say luckily <laughs> uh, but uh, which still allowed me to continue to work from home again mm now i'm in a company which uh, doesn't have an office in india
1: okay
0: uh, <laughs> right so so we don't have an office even if I we were to go to a if, even if i want to go to an office we don't have one so right. which means i'm working from home hmm. and um, almost all my career i have been working with clients uh, in uh, europe and us right. uh, which means that my work day typically starts 11 12 ish uh, uh, in the in the in the noon and then um, uh, so I get some time in the morning for myself, mm. um, which is good. And typically there are meetings scheduled, uh, say from one o'clock onwards till about um, sometimes even up to about ten p.m. the night. All right. Um, with um, the meetings can be one thirty minutes an hour uh, with clients. Uh, sometimes internal meetings. Uh, mm. You know that could be prep prep meetings. Sometimes that could be. Uh, company all hands uh, like yesterday i had one going on till nine thirty, yeah. um, which is my company all hands i get a breather in between uh, maybe about 30 minutes or sometimes one hour uh, in between uh, those meetings but of course uh, you know meetings are one thing um, but but you also have to kind of make sure that you capture the notes and you're you're communicating internally within your organization trying right. to figure out where the action items are mm. a whole lot of those kind of stuff so i would say you know, that, that's how my typical workday looks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, a lot of sitting... Right. i sometimes take meetings when i'm standing up right uh just to uh, avoid the you know the, right. the, the the stress i i think i i stress more when i sit um, than when i'm standing yeah um so so i kind of break that a bit on some meetings when i can mm. uh, i tend to move about mostly to the kitchen these days uh, <laughs> you know since i'm working from home yeah. Um. but but that's how it, it is i mean right. there's not too much of a of time i don't have to log in specific number of hours thankfully mm-hmm. but um, invariably you know meetings go on till about nine ten 10 um, i've kind of drawn a line now and said i can't uh take meet- meetings after 10 p.m All right um, but i you know i'm a morning person i really like to work in the morning or you know do my um you know cognitive highly cognitive demanding tasks right. in the morning but yeah. uh, sadly my work is, is kind of not aligned mm. um i do run um, quite regularly uh, as you can imagine so my runs are you know i, I wake up at 5:30 if i've got enough sleep that is hmm. um and then uh, you know finish my runs by 8am uh, spend some time with my kids right. essentially getting getting them ready to their online classes and all of that yeah yeah that's how the the typical day looks work day yeah, yeah. it's quite uh, sometimes stressful oh. sometimes i can't sleep after uh, after i've shut down or you know for an hour um, because of all this thing that keeps playing in your
1: head right you know it's not like uh, your meetings are over and you shut down uh, yeah. at 10 10 30 but it's not that easy to kind of shut down that mind right it keeps going and yeah uh, absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely so right. and on some days it's really di- more difficult than others hmm. um, especially if you have got some kind of a critical feedback Mm. or if there's something that didn't go your way i mean work is challenging you right know, let's be let's be honest it's not a cakewalk right so you do get those critical feedback and you know it keeps playing in your head for uh you know much longer after 10 p.m when you right. shut down yeah and uh, it takes a while to to kind of be restful in right sense. right
1: yeah. right but that you, your running kind of helps i guess to in the morning to just uh, de-stress and get ready for that um New day,
0: no, absolutely, and and um, running is is deeply meditative for me. Mm. And in fact, if I were to, um, so what I do is I I try and cheat my my brain. If I were to, you know, as I'm lying down and trying to go to sleep mm. and the sleep doesn't come, mm. one of the things that I tend to do is to try and think of my of my running. Oh, okay. Right. I, even as I'm lying down, if I'm just thinking about you know how and and we've done it so many times. I mean, there are places that are, you are familiar with, etc. Right. So you kind of picture yourself doing that mm. right you're, you're you're kind of outdoors you're kind of you know you, you can you can feel your breathing uh you you start relaxing automatically right. i think it, it works it works brilliantly for me i mean thankfully i don't have too much of trouble falling asleep mm. but but like i said i mean this, when, this is a when yeah, yeah
1: that that's very good so but how did running come into your life and when did it all start
0: yeah so it's um it's quite an interesting story. I mean, I was never, so when I was growing up, it was, it was not as if, um, you know, I was into any kind of sport, mm. right? So we played some local, um, uh, football, um, with, you know, in a, in a playground near school. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, I, 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 joke about this, but, uh, in high school, I was uh, studying in Purna in and Sadashanagar. Mm-hmm. So we had a ground in front of our uh, school. Mm. We, I had a, I had a tenant of mine who dropped me to school every morning. So, right. which, but, but he would drop me like 30 minutes before uh before assembly yeah. right so i would do this we we used to have this thing called hand tennis mm. right so we used to play with the tennis ball we used to play hand tennis right. uh, it was quite uh, it was quite a you know intense game yeah. um, but sadly what would happen is invariably your shoes would be uh, muddy uh-huh. right or dirty uh, especially you know uh, my father was sandy grounds right yeah. yeah sandy grounds and canvas shoes yeah. and remember those kiwi polish that we used to get <laughs> right it, it's all it's all brown in no time right yeah and then, um, and then when you get into assembly, I would get pulled up because my shoes are dirty. All right. So after a point, I, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get caught every day. Right. I can't I can't stop my hand tennis. Right. So what's the punishment? The punishment used to be run one round around the school ground and then join the line back. So if you're late, the teacher knows that, you know, your shoes are dirty and you've been, uh, you know, uh, you've been, um, uh, you know, doing this all the time. So you better be a little fast. Right. So I started doing that. So even before they pull me out, I'm already gone. And then I finished my round. I'm like, okay, does it doesn't, you know, after a point, you know, it didn't feel like a punishment, right? Then when I, when I finished um, uh, college and all of that, and in college, I used to, uh, you know, I started working out because I was uh, small and puny. Mm. I wanted to kind of put on some muscles. Mm. I actually did. Mm. Um, what you see is half size right. Uh, right now. After all the running. After all of the running. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So, so there we had a coach in a BL gym, again, you know, much bigger ground, mm um but we had a coach uh, called matthew sir who was um, coaching for the para olympic uh, indian team hmm. okay and one of the things that he would say when whenever he sees anyone come into the gym the first thing he would be okay where's the sweat right you got to be sweating before you come into the gym hmm. that was his that is that his mantra that is warm up
1: that is properly warm up, right? warm up. Yeah. yeah
0: i mean you you kind of Make those cheat rules, right? Right. I mean, no, no talking in the gym, maintain a log. You know, he thought all the right things, mm. and and that meant that you did one one round around BL ground and, and got back mm. So that kind of stuck with me, even when I went to I am Lucknow, where you know we had a uh, we had a great gym. You know, I, I used to spend some time there um but the rounds just got bigger The mm. like ground around campus there was two and a half kilometers right right so you did two and a half kilometers before you came into the gym it didn't feel like you know you did it every day it didn't feel like much right so without even knowing that i was actually running running mm. there was some running that was going on right and um to finish off my college uh, you know a friend and i we decided to do 10 rounds around campus mm. okay 25 kilometers not even knowing people do it for warm-up right or it's a sport yeah a 25 kilometer run can be a sport we never knew yeah yeah so first you know first attempt was five rounds Mm. and then we picked up the cycle and did five more rounds just to see okay i'm not going to faint you know and you know i'll be all right then two weeks later we again attempted and this time we actually did 10 rounds the 10th round we took off our shirts ran around shouting like madmen you know, all kinds (laughs) of crazy stuff yeah um and that finished my college 2005 i came to relocated back to bangalore Mm. and that's when lipton um bangalore marathon was announced the right. first bangalore marathon in 2005 Lipton bangalore marathon mm. with uh, with categories of 21 kilometers and, and 42 kilometers 21 I had already done right so i said what's the point right so i had already done 25 yeah. so let's let's sign up for 42 right, <laughs> right. so I signed up for 42 without even knowing what it meant back then people said who you're doing 42 you must have more you must have a lot of stamina right, right. Uh, we we call it endurance or that aerobic uh, capacity and all of that these days but those days it was stamina right and how do you test your stamina so you know a week before that i went i cycled to nandi hills not even knowing what the distance was right right because i could see that hill from my back in 2005 2005 yeah yeah cycle to cycle to nandi hills i remember you know you know we can probably digress a bit but it was funny somewhere i think um in that yeah, no, let's talk
1: what? a little bit about cycling <laughs> the, to Nandi Hills. I am, uh, you know, I am <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very interested. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah but, but funnily enough, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. Okay, so let, let's just wind this story up yeah. and then we'll come back to the cycling yeah. thing. So that's how the running story really started. Correct. You know, so, so I struggled and suffered during that marathon, of course. Mm. First marathon, we just mm. wanted to finish. Mm. Uh, I eventually finished in six hours and five minutes right right. for my first 42 kilometer Mm. uh, when i finished you know they they, they, they were bringing all the shamyan down and you know there was no finish line right uh, etc i had to tell my timing so that someone could write it on my on my certificate Uh Uh, they said come back a week later for your medal because you have packed it already (laughs) packed it (laughs) up yeah right so it was, it was quite funny. Uh, the traffic, of course, you know, like like today they don't care. Yeah. Uh, so we did a lot of um, the last leg of running on uh, on the footpath. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it was a great experience, and thankfully, running came into my life uh, from then on. And
1: uh, so you know, it 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 kind of uh, got in from as a punishment at school ground, and then kind of yeah. uh, bef- you know. Uh, as a warm-up uh, for gym yeah. and then continued in when you were in IAM in college and stuff and kind of s- slowly gradually it kind of became part of uh, that exactly. uh,
0: life and, and um, uh, I then you know and, and then I started I started um, running was a was much more objective for mm-hmm. me, right than say um uh, sen- working out was right because i I'd, I'd put on some amount of muscle mm. uh there is only that 13 inch uh, bicep will grow up by you know another another mm you know, or few, a few mm um, few few centimeters here and there yeah, but yeah. you know if if that is your metric for measuring your success or progress um uh, you know it, it was not giving me that that kind of um, excitement mm. whereas with running I started, I started um, getting a very um, great correlation. The amount of time that you put into running is, is what started showing up in the results, mm. right? So it was very objective. Unlike, you know, a lot of things in life, mm. right? If you say, okay, I'm going to put in say two hours more into my, uh, you know, into my 10 hour work day, mm. is it going to give me 20% more salary? Mm. I'm sorry, you know, many things in life are not that objective but right. for me for running. And, you know, as far as running was concerned, I started seeing the results.
1: You we were which getting faster.
0: Yeah, which is proportional to the hard work I was putting. Right. So the more work I put into my running, the more results start showing, right? And that to me, you know, uh, started getting me, you know, into staying in. Right. Plus the opportunity to meet a whole lot of people. Right. right? At that point, I, I also joined, um, I also was introduced by, you know, so this is how it happened. First job, uh, IBM, we are there in, in training. Um, you know, I, I uh, there is this um, senior... Um, partner who, who was there in uh, IBM mm. in consulting his name was Ramesh mm. uh, Ramesh Srinivas he still runs and you know he's still a great friend mm. so he said you know to the to a group of all of us who had passed out of B schools and we were there in um, in IBM consulting in the training so he said okay uh, guys show of hands how many of you are running the Lipton Bangalore marathon uh, two weeks later right right and uh, there were only a few of us who you know maybe three three of us out of a group of 50 you mm. know hands went up mm. So then we were we were talking after and it turned out that he was running Singapore marathon that year, you know, and all of that, you know, all some great stuff at, uh, I don't know, at 40 plus, I think, uh, you know, he was doing all of this. And mm. I was like, really amazed. Mm. And then he said, um, uh, you should, uh, hey, Bagar, you should, this is exactly how we put it. Yeah. Hey, Bagar, you should, uh, you should check out this group, which called the hash uh, something. Yeah. There are a bunch of expats mostly. Uh, they run in some trails but you should go and check them out they're you know it's kind of it's kind of weird but uh, but yeah i mean i said yeah sure so then i then i looked up on you know on, on internet yeah. i think it was ask jeeves or something then google wasn't yeah. around yeah. but but yeah and and i found a web page then you know i i saw what they're doing for the next run so i landed up i landed up there back then you know there were instructions unlike the google maps that i used to get here yeah. uh, there were written instructions they would say Turn right after HP petrol bank, go 300 meters, put your odometer to zero at Hebal esteem flyover, Right. you know, stuff like that. So instructions used to be very, very detailed and clear. Um, So I followed instructions and then, you know, I I landed up there. They run in the trails. Mm. So the Bangalore Hash, uh, it's called the Bangalore Hash House Harriers. Mm. It's a group, uh, it's a worldwide group. Um, Bangalore's chapter is called the BH3. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are chapters all over the country, all over the world. Right. But what is common is that they all run trails. Right. So there is someone who lay a trail before the start of the run. Um, say in the morning. Mm. The runs are in the evening sometimes. Sometimes in the morning nowadays. Mm. But um, and with with chalk and flour. Okay. Oh. So, so you got to. Kind they of, used to mark the trail mark with the trail chalk with and chalk, flour. Okay? Alright. So so you got to kind of follow the follow the trail. Mm. There are false trails and you know all kinds of craziness right and then you you find all of that and then you get back right. Which is typically about anywhere from 8 to 10, 10 8 to 10 12 kilometers whatever that distance it doesn't matter right so about an hour an hour and a half then you get back to wherever you started from typically hmm. and then there is uh, some singing and then there is beer and and all of that after the run right and you are refreshed and you get back right, right. so so that is the that used to be the format it happens once every fortnight hmm. and every time in a different trail mm. for me that was like like unbelievable right i mean you're getting to meet people you're getting to see some beautiful trails. you're right. getting to run you're getting to you know have your beer after right right i mean life can't be any better than that right? yeah and absolutely that, that on a sunday evening sunday whatever so yeah. so for me when i when i go to that run it's like i leave my brain behind mm. at home yeah go there finish the run Completely refreshed and recharged for the for what's going to come for the, for the
1: right. Week. These yeah. r- runs used to be uh, weekend runs mostly, or Sunday, week- Sunday, Sunday, Sunday runs. Sunday Sunday runs. Evening runs. Perfect, yeah. perfect.
0: So, uh, thankfully, the Bangalore Hash House Harriers is still around. Mm. You can you can still go on Google and look them up. Wow. Uh, now I take my kids mm. uh, uh, to those trails. Right. We are doing one uh, tomorrow as well. Awesome. Somewhere we uh, seventy kilometers off. So mm. the only thing that has happened now is earlier it used to be a thirty kilometer. Right now because Bangalore has grown, it's in the seventy kilometers. Right. right,
1: urbanization. Yeah. yeah, a lot of. All trails. Yeah. Right? yeah, trails kind so of. So I could imagine. Moved out. Back uh, mm. fifteen
0: years back this could have been a good place for a trail yeah trail run, right? Yeah, yeah. But but look at what's what's happened now. There's nothing no trails left anymore. Correct. So that therefore we gotta kind of move a little out and out. Mm. But uh, but but the fun, the trails, the enjoyment, the runs, the beer, you know, all of that remains. Yeah. It's yeah. only a little extra that you gotta do in order to make it happen. But then right. yeah, I'm I'm glad it's still around and you know, I'm yeah. still uh you know, introducing my kids to the outdoors now. A bit.
1: So, oh perfect, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, that should be fun, but uh, you are also like uh, this is like Sunday runs, but and you have done uh, Lipton marathon uh, around that time two thousand five, uh, be, being introduced to that by uh, your manager at work and stuff. Then how uh, apart from this uh, Sunday run, what kind of training went into that first marathon as such?
0: Yeah, I mean it's quite um, it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm uh i didn't know that one has to train for a marathon uh, right okay so yeah. let's <laughs> let's start from there right it's all
1: running has yeah. been warm up to gym yeah, and, and other stuff and, and, but, know, till now I,
0: see um to be honest uh, um i never i never thought that you know that you got to kind of train for an event like that right okay yeah um so that was point one so as we were running i, I still remember as we were running uh, somewhere near Makri Circle, um, you know, between Makri Circle and Ganga Nagar, right around, around that stretch mm. uh, on that day when I was doing the Lipton Marathon, there were some, you know, uh, there were some tour, you know, there was a group of, you know, of eight, ten people who were running together. So mm. it was just, they were just talking and all that. And, you know, we were also, I also kind of joined them and I was just uh, listening in. Uh, that's when I, I met uh, Arvind Krishnan, mm. right? who who has started the, who had started runners for life right and, and runners for A, a1, as, a1 as we call in. yeah uh a1 was a1 and a2 both of them were there and they right. were handing out these um like bookmarks kind of thing hmm. uh with uh you know runners for life and you know this kind of thing written and and all of that so i got curious i asked them They said, yeah, they train uh they do their uh, runs in carbon park uh you know every every uh, weekend and I got like, okay, then I was like, huh, okay, fine. I came back, I finished all the run and all that and came back and I was like, what, why would I go, you know, like 10 kilometers to run five, you know, on on my bike right. and, and, and run five kilometers. And right. I would as well run five kilometers here if I yeah, want to. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, but but regardless, you know, I started, I started joining them on their mm-hmm. runs. Now uh, it started getting, you know, started meeting more people, started, you know, uh, enjoying it uh, much more. Mm. And then was introduced to this whole idea that you got to train um you know and slowly build up mileage right um a few years later um uh i think I, I that year or the year after uh 2000 2007 is when we had the bangalore ultra the first bangalore ultra that happened hmm. um so I, by then i had done some few marathons and i was you know at least mentally ready to uh nothing like mentally ready back then but right. but you train because there are a whole lot of people yeah. are training we had a we had a great um runner called Madhu Asarala who had come down from the US and he was kind of on a I think he was on a like a break or something in India so mm. he was spending some time in India he was the race director for the Bangalore for the first Bangalore ultra okay and and he got a few of us together to train together Right. Mm-hmm. in terms of saying oh then I got introduced and then there was Dr. Rajat Chauhan uh, who was also in bangalore who was also an ultra runner he was the first three hour 20 minute runner that i ever knew mm. um a few of us started running together understanding what training means what back-to-back long runs are what temp- what tempo runs are someone introduced us to runners world some you know physical editions right right of runners world you know i started uh, uh reading those m- magazines magazines were i think yeah, yeah right yeah so um so a lot of this, there was Baskar Sharma, there was A2, there was uh, Jaggi and Sunil and whole lot of, uh, you know, good uh, 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 veterans, right. right, who were there, who had run for almost all their, all their lifetime, right, right. right. These were, um, you know, from an age profile perspective, I don't think any of us were under 40, I mm. mean, at least, I mean, I was under 40, of course, right. but a whole lot of these guys who knew a lot about running were were uh, you know in, in that kind of age category right but they were amazing runners when mm. you when you looked at uh, say Pankaj Rai for example in his 40s you would never say he's 40 he yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so that is the kind of uh, those are the kind of people that you started meeting you started talking you started mm. understanding the the concept of training and, and that's how it slowly you know it's, it's, then you started drawing writing a program mm. you know a training program mm. uh, then you started spending 16 weeks as you started getting better and better and yeah. and you know that went all the way i think that curve from about 2005 to about 2010 at least mm. right uh were the, the initial periods where you were still trying to figure out what this whole uh, puzzle is yeah right?
1: what is this training yeah. is yeah. for the uh, events correct Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, how did the kind of uh, uh, like you said, running has been very objective in the sense of the returns that you saw? Uh, say. So, what kind of improvements did you see, say, from six hours marathon to, say, from yeah. in, in your first marathon where they wind up everything <laughs> by the time you finish yeah. Yeah. to, let's say, in 2010 kind of thing?
0: Yeah. So, so, you no, know, that, that's another. Um um what what is it you know so so from six hours. uh five minutes i have now my personal best is three hours and 20 minutes wow right so i'm i'm very very tempted to to train for a you know for a 3 hour 10 minute uh, mm. so i've actually done a 3 hour 15 minute marathon timing although it's not official mm-hmm. because it was a part of a six hour six hour run ah. so in a six hour run i finished the marathon in 316 and then i've gone on uh, to complete uh, you know six the hours rest yeah, yeah um, so but but nevertheless the important thing is um, is that the initial gains were very came very rapidly like, very understandable right yeah 605 the next one was 530 yeah and then a 515 yeah you know and and then uh, you know and, and then a 440 and so on so you know the, the initial and and back then you know it is not like now right so now you have a marathon that's happening you know at least in bangalore or if you if you count the country they're probably you know 40 marathons quite, few, marathons quite a few quite right? a few now yeah. yeah back then there were handful of them yeah right the biggest one of course uh, the one that was still you know the, the biggest one was was mumbai of course mm. bangalore had i think for two years we had that marathon and then it, it it went off because there were no sponsors right then it came back again because rfl you know started doing something mm. then there was ktm uh that was happening mm. uh quite a few of these that cavalry trail marathon yeah there, there was some there were hand that out, again uh runners, life, uh runners for event, life
1: event yeah. ktm
0: yeah then there was there was a hyderabad marathon which started up you know um by about that time pondicherry yeah. in Auroville, Auroville, uh they used to conduct the Auroville marathon which was really beautiful right so we had this and and Bukamp, uh which is another which is the group that i'm a part of mm. which is which started you know kind of shaping up back then mm. uh, actually stands for i don't know if people know b h u k m p is mm. bangalore mm. Uh, H for Hyderabad, hmm. U for Ultra, which is the Bangalore Ultra, hmm. B, uh, K is for Cavalry Trail Marathon, M is Mumbai, and P is Pondicherry. Wow! camp Bu- is actually B-H-U-K-M-P. Uh, the, because
1: these are the events that you guys were training well, for. Yeah, and, you know, that we were participating for. for yeah, right? uh.
0: so, and, and this... This idea of calling it Book Camp also came during a run. Right. right which is called Dandi. Yeah. I mean the, the the most popular run that bookump used to run was it's called Dandi. Mm. And Dandi was essentially a run that's that's from your home. Mm. Right? Every Sunday mm. there is a there is a there is a course that goes from that starts from Kormangla, mm. um, all the way to uh, Kabban Park and from Kaban Park towards Ishanpur, and then you have one loop that goes around Malayshwaram, etc. And you finish in Kabban Park. And then there's a sumptuous breakfast that we all that we all hog, mm. but the route is, is is constant. The start time is constant. The pace is more or less constant. Which means that if my house is in Dombivli, for example, mm. I know at 6:15 Dandi will pass there. Right. Okay so by about 6, 6 10 to six twenty, if i'm hanging around in that area and warming one, up or something yeah, you one group will pass and yeah. then you you just join them right? right and you get your 30 kilometers for the day awesome right yeah. so th- that used to be Dandi every every sunday right mm. every mm. sunday uh, that used to be the concept and no one it was not as if you had to ping and tell how oh, i'm starting nothing mm. you you rest assured Dandi is going to be there at 6 15 at dumbler awesome right? yeah at 6 40 42 at uh, at 640 to 645 at Kavan park for a picture yeah. from 645 onwards on the second second leg of dandi which is to ashunpur and back to Kavan. Kavan. so there were people who would just come to cuban by 645 and start and do that smaller loop. Right. there be people who come from there all kinds of things would happen but but yeah essentially that was dandi mm. that was bukam so th- the point being we had only about say 5 or 6 marathons correct correct right and um, and it is you know uh, uh, you know it it's sometimes, sometimes surprises me you know when i see so many people complaining about uh, conditions and courses and uh and you know water stops and this and that nothing i mean with zero expectations you go into uh into these runs hyderabad marathon was like this brutal uphill uh uphills on that, yeah on that uh, but you a thousand enjoy, flyovers or something yeah, like that yeah yeah you you went you enjoyed and, and um, hung around with friends sometimes we traveled by trains, you know made a lot of musty when we were doing that a whole lot of stuff right right we, we explored um, you know car bloating to an extent that you couldn't run the next morning <laughs> uh, you know to to you know to having your beers after a whole lot of good 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 amount of fun right. but what was also important was because I think um, you know I started as a slow runner and then you know I, I progressively started improving hmm. uh, you know. And uh, even there, you kind of hit a plateau, and th- then suddenly you'll see a, you know, you you suddenly break, hmm. uh, break, break, that out, day, out, break out of plateau. that plateau. Yeah. Um, so sub four, for example, was like a was, was like a big deal for me. Hmm. You know, I got to a lot of um, 401s and 405s and 407s. You know, without getting anywhere below four. You know. Titillatingly close, yeah. but but never happened. Right. So I remember once in Auroville, I did 4.03 or something. Mm. And then I was sitting there and I was sulking. I was really like, <laughs> like crying and all of that. And then uh, Santosh uh, Padmanabhan, right? Uh. With all his, you know, he's the monk who runs, right? Uh. He's the, he's found peace with his running and with everything else in his life. So he came and looked at me. Hey, what happened? Some injury? Uh, no, no, Santosh. Yeah, 4.03 Santosh. Yeah, you know. And, and, and he, you know, he didn't have words. I mean, like, 4.03 is such, such an amazing time. And, and why do you have to feel so bad about the three minutes? I mean, don't worry about it at all. And this yeah, and that yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But, uh, and then I remember in, you know, I went to Hyderabad, I think, uh, maybe six months later or whatever. And we were in the, we were given the dorm yeah. in the, in the stadium. Um, you know, we, we were, you know, they, 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 got us in an elite bus, you know, kind of a thing. They right. sent a bus for us. like they treat elites right so so we were given a dom the book guys coming from bangalore yeah Uh, and then we we were in the dom and i was speaking to this guy called nari uh, and he was saying uh, i was telling him you know that i want to do this sub four and all that and then he looked at me and i said you know nothing matters all your planning and all of that it only depends on how badly you want it
1: right
0: right he just said that and i was like (laughs) man you shouldn't have told me this yeah right because now suddenly you know the the onus is not on your training and you know it is on you on that race day do right. you really want to you know go that distance how badly you yeah, want Yeah, how it. badly you want it right and then you know that day it, it happened the next the next uh the next day i did a 350 yeah, uh, yeah and i came third in that marathon the first time i got a prize money yeah i yeah. got prize money for, nice um for that effort so So, 350 yeah yeah i did a 350.
1: so 13 minutes straight off yeah 13 minutes and it's hyderabad course is not easy yeah yeah
0: it's a tough course and i was flying wow and i was flying i remember there was this downhill that is there in front of isb so there's this long uphill Uh and then there is like this one and a half kilometer type downhill Downhill. so it's just you know on that downhill i was like belting it i was flying I passed, I think, some two two army army guys, you know, in that stretch, wow. looked like, yeah. you know, really strong, and they were struggling, but I was like, oh no, you really wanted yeah. it badly, I guess. No, I, I was just kicking, you yeah. know, that day was like, unbelievable, right, so, and then we had to get into the university, and finish, and all of that, absolutely no problems, whatever, and mm-hmm. whatsoever, and it was, it was unbelievable, so, and things like that, and from there on, of course, you, you came to a 330, and then your 320 happened a yeah. few times, and, yeah, so so that's that's really, I mean, and even now I believe that mm-hmm. you know, running is a, is um, you know is a direct is in direct proportion to what uh, you can put in, what mm-hmm. you can give it. All right. There is nothing else in life, you know, that gives you you know, uh, how much you invest uh, into it.
1: Right. Right. But also there is that, uh, like you mentioned, right? Initially, the gains will be like very, very much. uh, You can see them like the gains will be huge. But then as you go on, maybe that will be the the kind of plateau. And you have to put that much more to kind of see smaller, smaller grains. But yeah, that's that's incredible.
0: But but um, define your success, mm. right? You mm. got to kind of define your success, right? Um, while while timing is one thing, mm. is, a, is a good metric, right? It's, it's really there. You can look at your watch and you it, can see. Yeah, it. yeah. But success is also um, can also be other things, right? Right. Uh, to a lot of people, success is is the ability to be fit, mm. right, through the year, right. The ability to complete a marathon mm. is, is can be success, right? Do a age. Uh, age you know add the age factor to it mm. and and there are there are plenty of calculations that that are there right which say if you run if you run your marathon in in four hours when you're 25 mm. what is it that you should be looking at realistically when you're 30 right right yeah and that age created uh timing mm. would probably say that you know you're you should be at at 405 is good mm. and 405 if you're able to maintain that when you're 30 mm. i would still call that a success right, right? right. so your graph need not essentially be one dimensional mm. add you know your other dimensions that are there. You right. know when a person like me is, is talking about it with sixteen years plus of running, mm. right, and right. not counting the the punishment years. Of yeah, right. This is from the time that I started running a marathon. Correct. Um, when you start looking at a at a time frame like that, it is kind of important to set yourself goals that can keep you going for that long. Right. 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 Otherwise, you know, it can just be a tick in the box, a bucket list item, and mm. then you know you have ticked it off. And that's it. That's it, yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but running to me, especially long distance running is also long, not just in the time that you run, mm. but also in the, you know, look at it from a lifetime. Right? right. It is something that, that you would probably do for like 40 years mm. if you are hungry enough. Right.
1: Right? Uh, it, it is a lifestyle, right? It is something that you want to do. You,
0: yeah, it's, it's such, a, such an easy thing to do. Right. right. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from you bikers. Right. But, yeah, yeah. but look at the kind of equipment that you need for, for running versus what absolutely, you need. Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
1: Right. See, they, I, there is no disagreement there. I started out my fitness journey uh, through badminton and then... Uh, so, I got,
0: I got someone converted. Uh,
1: no, no. I I... I, I, I There is no converting here because I started out uh, with badminton and running to get better at badminton and losing weight jogging running uh, you know i don't know if my pace was uh, good enough to be called running as such but i used to go out jog uh, my sister's place used to be like 5 kilometers from my place i used to go run there and uh, have something uh, and say hi and uh, run back right. so it used to be like 10 kilometer uh, awesome. uh, run in the morning and um, that that was like my uh, preparation for my whatever fitness program as part of my badminton, so I was on a weight loss journey at that time, right. uh, and then like I continued to run to um, f- in preparation for my uh, first marathon. Mm-hmm. I happened to move, to, uh, you know, uh, move to US for a an year, and I was training for my first marathon there, and I i ran i i thought i was gradually ramping it up mm-hmm. uh, anyway i didn't know enough to uh, actually do it properly but i ended up doing my first half marathon distance and i was so elated so elated you call that runner's high right yeah, yeah. it was precisely that i had that runner's high i was like really high i i came home, sat in com- front of my computer and wrote a poem. Wow. On um, that, you know, how it was, oh, no. you know, the that that high, you know. So it, it I still have that on my blog. I'll awesome. uh, <laughs> put it up. But that kind of uh, thing was really, it, yeah. it was really high, I think. And after a couple of those long runs, uh, leading up to the my marathon, I uh, ended up injuring my uh, left uh, ITV. and uh, it was I tried to kind of start, you know, give it rest, roll, and all that, and yeah. start back. It never happened. So my marathon didn't, didn't happen. Not yet. So not I don't know. I'm not going back. I guess, <laughs> but every time I try to get back to running. Uh, like I did uh, try getting back uh, during the first pandemic, uh, first wave of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I somehow go uh, beyond 4, uh, beyond uh, 10k and 10 milers, mm-hmm. I think it kind of somehow okay. uh, uh, gets flared up. And w- one good thing that has it has done is... Uh, it has shown me that there are a lot of imbalances in my uh, you know, body yeah. that I need to work on. So that's kind of gave me an impetus to uh, get back to serious uh, kind of weight training yeah. and uh, yoga and stuff like that. Right. So running for me has been kind of symbolized by my injuries, but yeah. also kind of give me wa- waking call, wake up calls as to say that you need to focus yeah. on your overall strength and yeah. stuff so,
0: so 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 you know i have a related story and, yeah uh, which which i would like to share yeah um so i was telling you about this gym that i used to go to in, in bl ground you know and all of that right? right so let's just stick with that era for a minute yeah so one of the things that we used to do um on sundays was play football mm. right so in bl ground we used to play football and imagine all of those hefty you know uh, gym you know gym bodies boys, right? yeah, yeah gym bodies come there and and you know <laughs> and take the shit out on the on the football right, right. now imagine that my leg is very loosely dangling in yeah. front of one you know one of those kicks yeah. as a defender right because i didn't have the skill to to be in to be in attack yeah. and i loosely put my leg in front of one of those uh, balls to defend and i had a twist Ooh, right yeah so i had an acl i had an acl on my on my left leg right uh, i had a, I, the, the twist and i didn't know what it is back then i was in excruciating pain i just i was just lying down there I, you know i i got up went and sat down for a for a few minutes uh after about 10-15 minutes i got back on and then i was trying to you know i was trying the, the ball was at a distance i'm trying to run towards the ball and i suddenly and I, I suddenly buckle and fall mm. right so this buckling is is uh, a very strong indicator of ACL tear. Right. So then I went to the doctor um, because the pain was really hard. And this was, I think, in 2002. Uh, the doctor looked at it and said, look, we can do an MRI to um, understand what is happening. But I know for a fact, I know for sure that this is a ACL. Tear. ACL. So figure out what you want to do. I mean, uh, see, it will take about six months for you to sometimes it will heal by itself otherwise you'll have to do a surgery which means opening your knee mm. so let's not go uh, there yet let's see if we can fix it i said okay fine you know let me see if i can fix it right. i wasn't doing anything special back then i was hitting the gym anyway so i said just strengthen the muscles around it mm-hmm. so i went to the my uh, gym uh, coach uh, and then he wrote me exercises for the legs i used to do that religiously four years right all of this happened my first marathon was actually from Kandirava Stadium, Hebal, Hebal right turn to Banaswadi, Banaswadi back to Hebal and back to Kandirava, right? Almost mm. that was the course, mm. okay? Hebal is about 10 kilometers. By the time I got to 10 kilometers, you know, I was already in pain. Mm. I was already in, madly in pain because of that ACL right. Uh, injury, right? Right. And, and it would swell up. Mm. It would be swelling. Mm. In spite of that, I, I went ahead and finished whatever, right? Because right. I started this, I have to finish it. Right. right? So right. I finished all of that. I did my second marathon also in pain, ah. right? And then I reached a point where I said, Hey, look, I got to kind of fix either this or that I can't, I can't be running and have this injury. Either I stop running right. or I take care of this. Right. Then I went back to the doctor in mm. five years, science had caught up. Mm. Right. So now there was a keyhole surgery with great amount of, uh, good amount of, uh, success which uh. is 97, 98% success rate. Right. So I went, I went and got, got it operated. Mm. I spent six months in rehab. Mm and uh and, and the first day i remember you know just bending my knee 5 degrees so that, so i'm still in hospital right right so they, they put you on this on this machine right and get you to do 5 degrees of bend with your just 5 degrees wow that 5 degrees was so painful, uh, painful and you know so much of an effort for me right but i got fever the next day wow right to that extent it was so difficult because what they did in my case was they took a, uh, a kneecap uh, a part of the kneecap mm. and then they, they put it into the, into the knee so mm. essentially ACL is you know you got it's called anterior cruciate ligament mm. so the ligaments are like across right. okay and, and that's in between the bone in your knee mm. so this these are your two knee bones mm. so this ligament goes there okay mm. if you snap that what happens is that when you're walking it it will slip like that right. which means your upper body and your upper body weight cannot be taken up by your leg so you'll you'll fall okay so what they did was they replaced they took my kneecap and they and they pushed it in like that and put two screws there mm. so, you know to fix it that's that's how they did it right right and because there was this new body that was there it was preventing my my knee from extending right? right so that is exactly what was going on so i had to spend you know so but the doctor was amazing he was a sports um a specialist etc mm. etc so you know i had my whole six months planned out mm. in terms of rehab i didn't miss a single rehab uh, i got it got it back on in six months i did my first half marathon ah. which is which is by far a record uh you know for uh, for the doctor Hemant kalyan who was treating a lot of sports uh injuries right was like you know pleasantly amazed right he even wrote an article about me the next year uh which came in outlook and things like that about mm. how quickly uh you know even uh you recover from amateurs them. can mm. can recover from surgery yes yeah right yeah so so i did that so so that injury is behind me now so uh, but of course once in a while it'll flare up right uh it, it happened you know in my 24-hour run um in Chandigarh when i did it in 2019 two days before the event you know i, I fell off my cycle i twisted my my leg again ah. and i knew that that's the pain because pain has this great pathways in your mind mm. which can't be erased easily right right you know that one particular kind of pain mm. from that particular kind of injury it doesn't go away right right that it came back yeah. actually it was a it was 3 years before that a little bit more rewind yeah. into, uh, when i was biking mm. to work there was someone who came and rammed me from behind right. so i fell down during I, commute doing commute Uh, and I and you know that injury happened again so I I was like supremely depressed went back to my uh, doctor he said look the damage has already been done MRI shows there is a tear again Mm. now there are two things that we can do we can wait Mm. or we can go for surgery right now But if I go for surgery right now your chances are 50% I can't promise the 97% that you had in the first time because this is a repeat right same leg Right, right so so the other thing to do is of course wait right because the injury damage is done Mm. go back i mean i think it's more psychological than anything else Mm. he said go back to your running Mm. do all the speed work that you're doing you know just just give it all if it if it becomes worse if you can't handle it come back and then Mm. we'll fix it right so then i went back like Uh. a madman right from the next day started my interval training i said okay you know let's see who who wins this one Right. right And, and I didn't have to get surgery done, uh-huh. right? So I was able to kind of strengthen it and, you know, and you know, and the pain went away after a while. Right. So everything was, was good mm. until two days before my 24-hour run, which I was like completely, you know, st- stressed out. I was preparing six months into it, into training right. with all the pressures of work and family and all of that. And two days before the event, I fall down from my cycle and I twisted my that same leg. I know the pain. Uh-huh. There was no blood, nothing. You know, I, I, some people helped me off and they made me sit on the side of the road. Mm. I was sitting there and crying like a baby. Right. They couldn't figure out why. So they came and asked me. I said, forget it, you won't understand. Yeah. Because I know with this pain, I can't do anything. Right. In two days time, there's no way I was running a 24-hour event. Right. But then, you know... But you did. Yeah. yeah. But you
1: did run and uh, that yeah, was the yeah. so 202 that's... kilometers?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So how...
0: Yeah, exactly right, and and if you were to look for um,
1: that is your best so far for the that's my best uh, and I keep for the you know, time twenty four yeah, hours.
0: So I give this talk called Mind Over Matter, Mind mm. Over Muzzle. Okay, and, mm. and Mind Over Muzzle essentially, and and this is like the greatest example of of uh, how you know that can happen. Mm. Um, and I and I strongly believe that um, you can't get to the finish line if you don't get to the start line, right? You, you certainly can't... Absolutely, finish. man. You, you just can't... You know, you, you can have all kinds of fantasies in life. But if you don't... If you don't get off your bed at 6 a.m. and and do that training then that is required for you to do, you will never get there. It's a small incremental things that will get you to the start line. And once you get to the start line, only then you have a chance to get to the finish line. Right? So for me you know all of this and and really i mean there was no other race i think i was more psyched about than than that event mm. right because um, and and this has this has happened i was limping uh, you know as i was going through that day not knowing whether i need to catch that flight to chandigarh does it does it make sense at all right then finally i said you know what you know i've invested all of this time and effort money into it let me just go right, right. so i went i went to chandigarh the previous day, I went to the uh, to the stadium to collect my bib, and then I met Arun Baradwaj, who's another great ultra runner uh, that India had seen has mm. seen. Mm. Uh, so Arun Arun was there, and he said, "Manoj, don't worry, miracles happen." I said, "You must be kidding me. I mean, just look at me, right? And look at my knee. I mean, it's visibly swollen." It is still Visibly swollen. swollen. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not something that that some imaginary no, s- psychosomatic injury. Nothing. No. no. It, it is, is. It is real. Real. It is for real. Yeah. Okay. So it was swollen. And I'm limping. Right. I can't walk because yeah. I
0: can't stretch my leg. You know, I can't stretch the knee like that completely. Man. So I'm like this, and I'm limping. Okay. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, I went there. Then the next day, the run was at six six p.m. The mm. start. So I have this um this really compression. You know, two X U shorts that uh, you know, long, uh, you know, right uh, that that I wear for my for my twenty uh, four hour runs, right, especially when there is it's cold and stuff like that. Mm. So I wore that and I felt like you know it, it gave me some some support. I just ran a little, as in you know, shuffled a little mm. in my in my room mm. diagonally just mm. to kind of ah oh, okay, still all right, but yeah, I don't know, right? Yeah. So with the, with that kind of a mindset, I went to the stadium. Mm. I said, okay, fine, let's. And you know the beauty of that was there is no expectation, mm. right? I don't know, and forget two hundred kilometers, right? I had I had no clue that I would survive thirty minutes. Yeah, but because I was there, because I, because I picked up the bib, because I've you know ready, I might as well. Right? right. So I started jogging, and thirty minutes into the run, and I was like, body is warmed up, knee pain. Mm, no. no, not really
1: i'm not really feeling it
0: yeah it's yeah. not it's not it's not that bad let's right. see how far i can go right i was prepared to just give up after four hours right right but uh but then i thought see this is not so so then i started um connecting the dots right mm. walking it extends your knee mm. running there is a micro bend that's that's there almost, almost all there the time. yeah so i told myself look maybe that's what's happening yeah uh. if i start to walk then I'm in trouble. Uh So this is the race where it's like God has told you, boss, I'm going to take away the walking capability from you.
1: Right.
0: Okay. Now you figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Right. But the capability that you have is a running capability. Okay. So that's when I decided, and that's probably one of those races where I haven't walked till about say 17,
1: 18
0: 18 hours. Right. Right. So I just kept the slow jog going. Right. And I was able to do, I think, about 110 kilometers in the first 12 hours, which was like really good. Yeah. And then continued, you know, with that kind of, uh, you know, with that mindset. The mindset is, see, I'm 16 hours into the event. Mm -hmm. I probably finished 140 kilometers, but let me not get ahead of myself. Right. Remember that injury? Yeah. It is still hovering there. Yes. Okay. Anything can happen. So I only have visibility into the next, say, 30 minutes. Yeah. So, let's push another 30 minutes. Then right. another 30 minutes. Then another 30 minutes. And it just kept going on. And I passed, uh, you know, 200k mark with about, I think, 20 minutes left into that run. Man. I came second. 202 kilometers. Oh. It was magical. You awesome. Know, you know that 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 uh, you know that, that miracle? Yeah. That told me yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but that is beautiful, right? This kind of nicely tie- ties into that. If you can't, if you I mean, you can't get to the finish line unless you get to the start line, Absolutely. right? You, uh, you knew it was bad, it was swollen and all, but you took that chance to, you know, put yourself at the start line yeah. and then the you know, took Again, that thing, right? Breaking that up into the smaller chunks, right. not looking at the 24 hours, yeah. looking at, say, 30 minutes at a time, one step at a time, one after the other. And you made it. Yeah. 202 kilometers of running yeah. in 24 hours. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Wow, oh, yeah, like,
0: and And... Um... And I've never been able to... I've tried a few times after, you know, with much more rigor and much more training. Mm. But I've not gotten back there uh, Mm. yet. Um, So... Yeah, it's not... It's
1: it's not been that long, uh, you know. It's 2019 is when you did that. So, yeah, you you have all your life ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Awesome, man. But how did this, you know, thought of uh, from marathons... How yeah. did you g- get into ultra yeah,
0: stuff? So, so there's, like I said, you know, I, I come from that um, uh, from that time when you just ran mm. because there was a distance you had to run. So right. Period. Yeah. I mean, no one told me that um, this ultra thing is something, you know, that, that you do after, you know, you become a season marathon or whatever, right? Yeah. It was just another distance. Right. 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 So it was just, I mean, it was just very automatic. You know, the, the choice was... was that you're going to run in the trails Mm. for 12 hours. You know, uh, I signed up for uh, 78 hours in the first uh, Bangalore Ultra Mm. and then signed up for 75 and uh, 100 the the subsequent year. Um, And uh, you just did that because it was there to be done. (laughs) Right? Uh, The hash teaches you a a bit of that as well. If there's a hill, you run Uh, up that hill. Period. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's no other reason why the hill is there. I mean, it's on a trail. There is a hill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so what? You put your head down, you run it up man. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you know? the the tra- uh, hills on the trails are also like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah so a lot are like of them steep.
0: yeah. Yeah, if they're steep, you you suffer a little more. If they're less steep, you enjoy it a little more. Whatever, right? I mean, yeah. you take your pick, but you don't complain. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right, you just you just put your head down and, and get the job done. Right? right. So uh so that's how the ultras happened and mm. then once you started um uh, doing one distance after the other distance, you know, challenging your, your, um, your body, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, so, so I think in about uh, uh, 2000, um, uh, so, so a little bit of, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about this when you, when you spoke about your, uh, uh, your journey into running, you, right, know, when you were talking right, about your yeah, training and so yeah, on. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have to, I have to kind of mention this. So in, uh, in 2000, uh, uh eight. When I uh, two thousand nine, I signed mm. up for for my first hundred kilometer run. Okay. Mm. So having done seventy eight kilometers uh, in two thousand seven in the Bangalore Ultra, two thousand eight was seventy five kilometers. Mm. So I said, you know, let me just take a shot at hundred. Right. So how do you train for hundred kilometers? So I was I was working in Vipro back then, which right. was in Sarjapur. and mm. I was I stay in Hibal. Mm. So my sister was very conveniently, you know, when I said sister, that's yeah. that's how the connection came. Yeah. She very conveniently was midpoint between my office and home. All right. Okay. So, so this is, this was my schedule for, for two months. Yeah. So you kind of bear with me for, for the next. Sure, sure. Seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would drive my car on Monday morning. Okay. Yeah. And my car would have my bike. Mm. It would have, um, you know, my, my running uh, clothes, mm. my running uh, shoes, my office clothes, right. right? My office clothes, mm. laptop and all of that. Mm. So just like a regular corporate. Uh, guy, right. Drive to office, park it in the parking lot in the basement. Find one nice place. Yeah. Because only I know that it's going to be there for a week. Right. Okay. So in the evening, what I would do is I would come, I would change into my uh, into my running running, running uh, attire. Uh, there, yeah. Uh, pick up my bike, cycle from Sarjapur Road to uh, Shantinagar, mm. where my sister's place was. Mm. Leave the bike there, right, and just uh, start running mm. from from there till my home, which was mm. twelve kilometers. Okay. Where, Thirteen kilometers.
1: So, office was at about 24... Office was about 24, 25 kilometers. So,
0: this was like halfway. So, I I go running till my house. So, by the time I reach home, it was like 8 p.m. or 8, whatever. So, I have a shower. I have my dinner. I sleep. I wake up in the morning. I have my coffee, whatever. And then I start running uh, back to my sister's house, right? Pick up my cycle and... Go to the office. Yeah. Park my cycle there. You know, have a shower. Change into corporate. Uh, yeah, know, change your hat. Yeah, right. Finish your work <laughs> and repeat. Yeah. So which meant that every day I got in the evening I got this 12 km, 13 kilometers bike ride, 12 kilometers run, 12 km uh, in the in that's that's uh, in the in the morning and the same thing in the evening. Right. Right.
1: So 24 kilometers so of running. running, 25 km, 26 kilometers of ra- Cyc- cycling. cycling every day. Every day. Oh, perfect man. Commute,
0: no? Yeah. Done. See. Right, chance better. Right. Yeah. Multiply that into four days a week. Yeah. We give you a hundred kilometer mileage. Right. Hundred kilometer running, hundred kilometer cycling, right. or whatever that cycling is
1: worth.
0: Right. And you have your weekend if you want to do a long run. If you want to add a long run to that. Yeah. Right. So, so very automatically. I did. I did this for like eight weeks. Point so eight. for eight weeks, I had like hundred kilometer mileage going on. So people ask me how do you how do you get time to train? Yeah. The amount of time that you spend, I would spend say, and I did this very um very good exercise once w- when i was again in Wipro. Yeah. for a week i tried to see which is that commute that will that works best for me mm. okay mm. so very data driven right so i said okay fine so one day i took my bike
1: all that management uh calculation all the calculations right <laughs> yeah. so i
0: put nice graphs it's a nice good blog post i can share that yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's quite interesting even today i think it's relevant yeah. so i I took five modes yeah. i called it five modes uh five days or something mm. So first day was um, uh, was public transport. Mm. So I took the bus, pathetic, some three hours something. Right. Then I took my car, which was also okay one way, not okay the other way, etc. Then mm. my motorcycle, I have a bullet. Right. Uh, so that back and forth again, you know, was not so this one. Then cycle uh-huh. and then run. Mm. So I did all of this. So I one day I ran in the morning and then ran back in the evening. Right. right. So did all of this. And then I put some metrics there saying, what is your workability in terms of saying how tired you are? uh you know how much you time you need for shower etc put all of that together to give it a score right and the and the, and the score that one was was cycle hands down okay. there's nothing else that can beat cycling right? okay good so, yeah <laughs> absolutely right uh, so i stuck with cycling uh. for most of my uh commute but i used to do this so people ask me so you know how do you get time and i used to tell them how much time do you spend on commute mm. two and a half hours right yeah i mean that's your time that's your time yeah beautiful for me that whole running and all of this would would take me you know that cycling 13 kilometers is like 40 45 minutes right and then running that distance is another hour Hmm. an hour and 45 minutes is not insane in bangalore's traffic to go 25 kilometers absolutely right a a little here and there Yeah, yeah that that much you know you can sacrifice so so i used to do that um yeah i mean uh if, if you if you really want to do it right. right you'll find a way you'll find a way to do it right you know there's, you know so that the stars yeah, will align yeah
1: that's how yeah. you kind of uh use the commute to uh, yeah. train for
0: and then and then you know um like i said earlier you know uh, i started working from home after a bit mm-hmm. so so that gave me you know much more Over options. time yeah the, one of the things when i was training again for another 100k one of the things that i would do and I, I told you that mornings used to be a little free for me right what I would do is, and, and I had a young family, mm. my, my wife, um, you know, uh, needed support while she was trying to get back to her, uh, get her career back on track as well. Right. So I had the responsibility to drop my daughter off to school mm. and near there was US campus with mm. nice trails. Mm. Now, you know what I'm thinking. Right. Her, uh, her school was two hours. Right. Right. Which is just enough time. If I want to come back, you know, and do something, then go back, pick her up, wait, hang on. Right. So so I drop my so I used to cycle. So right. so my daughter used to be in the carrier behind. Yeah. Drop her off to school, leave the cycle there. Right. Go run in the campus. Right. I used to do my two hour runs. I used to get my 20, twenty kilometers there. Come back, freshen up. Like like just, you know, wash your face. Just quickly change your shirt in one basement, you know, in an apartment nearby. Right. Just so that the, the teachers don't think that I'm on psycho, right? Right. And I go and pick up my daughter. <laughs> right. That's that's about it, right? Yeah. Very silently, do that five days a week and you get a 100k mileage. Oh, right. Awesome. You got, got to be looking for opportunities when you can do it. I, right. I also used to do these things called RUNCH, hmm. which was run before lunch. Ah. Right. 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 Well, run before lunch is, is what I used to, um, I used to name it. Uh. I used to get my second run. Mm. So, in the morning, I used to do my 6 to 7, I used to do one run. Mm -hmm. But I knew that, you know, that 12 to 1 is a little bit of a lean period. People don't miss you much work-wise because that's somewhat lunch time. So, 12 to 1, I used to do another hour, Mm. get another 10 kilometers in, Mm. come back, shower, have your lunch. Office had that showers? No, uh, when I was working from home. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. But you got to be be, um, smart. Right with where with where you want to squeeze this in. Don't have mental boundaries that say, "Oh, I got to run at six o'clock. I got to run with a Garmin. Mm. I got to run with uh, you know with with other people from my club. Yeah. I got to run this course. I can't run in traffic. I can't run in heat. Mm. None of that. Right. Break the boundaries. You you
1: got to you got to make it happen.
0: Yeah. If you if you, and if you really put your mind to it, the roads are open. Yeah. The trails are open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Just, just, go. just Absolutely. go.
1: Absolutely.
0: Just get up. Get moving. That's it. Absolutely. That's man. it. I mean, like like this. Um, there there is this book um, called Atomic Habits. Right. right.
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, James Clear. Clear.
0: Yeah. Right. James so Clear. so he says, do it for two minutes every day if mm. you want to make a habit. Mm. Just two minutes. It's mm. ridiculous, right? What will I run for two minutes? But right. you do that over a period of time, then you'll start figuring out that that initial problem of getting off and getting started is out. Getting day, started
1: right? is where the most resistance is, right? right? Just yeah. get past
0: that. Mm. And then, you know, now even on the most difficult runs, you know, I, I even now have butterflies in my stomach when I have to do interval training, right? Of course. And All of us and yeah. that, right? yeah. No matter how many years of running you know, Absolutely. You're like, oh, really? Can I Can I not? But then you get started. And then the muscle memory will take over. Correct.
1: Right? Correct. That's you, it. You get to the start. Get, you know, get out of the door. For me, take yeah. the bike and get out of the door. That's it. After Worry that, about that, the, the intervals process. later. You know, and then once you are on the road, try the first interval and see how it goes. Second one, you know, yeah. take it one at a time, one yeah. at a time.
0: Yeah. And, then, and then you'll finish and you like, okay, what was that all about? Yeah, you know? yeah, but, yeah, You know, when I, before I started.
1: Right, right, right. right. Yeah, all right. that, oh, this pain, I'm this. I am, I am <laughs> uh, that pain, yeah. everything will go yeah. off. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh exactly. brilliant, brilliant. So this is how you kind of trained for your ultra runs, and uh, yeah. you know the twenty-four hour uh, stories, yeah. madman. <laughs> yeah. But you also represented uh, India in for the ultra twenty-four hour yeah. event uh, in yeah. back in two thousand eighteen in yeah. Taipei, yeah. and uh, came back with the bronze uh, team yeah. of six. How how was that? Uh, you know oh. what was the event yeah, format, were, and how yeah. was that? experience
0: yeah so so you know um all the running that i had been doing until then right right was was personal was joy was amateurish mm. all of that right i mean it still is amateurish but mm. the, the point is that so and again you know if i were to just uh, take a little bit from my from my talks that i gave I, I tell them that you know success is really the meeting point of opportunity and hard work mm. okay um opportunity you know well there was no India was not represented in the so there is this international association of ultra running, which is the global body that governs and has mainly three uh, events that happen one is a 24 hour um, run the other one is a 100 kilometer run and then there are trail runs that happen right Mm -hmm. of varying distances Mm -hmm. um, you know from 40 kilometers all the way to 100 kilometers. Now, the thing is that for the although there was a body that was international, India was India's athletic federation of India was not a part of it, mm. uh, was not affiliated, so we could not send teams, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right up to about 2017, 2016, I think. Mm. Um, so so there was no opportunity really, right? right. But, but the thing is, I mean, maybe there was opportunity in elite marathoning, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. but, but anyway, mm. the point is for me, the hard work had started way back in 2005, yeah, right, and that graph. Just kept going up yeah. to a point where this opportunity and this success met. Uh, right. Opportunity and hard work met. Right. So without even having a bearing on where this is heading, right? You just you kept, kept working. It. You just you kept, kept working. It, right? Yeah. Um, and and suddenly the the two curves met. Right. right. Now, I remember in in 2016 I think or 2017 very very uh, 2017 I think I was um, I was uh, training with one of my uh, with Suneel Chalani who was who was a veteran uh, who had run comrades. We used to go to Nandi Hills to do intervals, mm. uh, you know, up the hill right. once in a while and all of that. Um, so, so from one of those runs, when we were coming back, uh, he looked at me and he said, you know what? Uh, Kairan uh, has just run, uh, got a chance to run with, uh, you know, as uh, an ultra for, for India. And mm. he represented, he's representing India for, uh, you know, in this uh, Belfast or, you know, one of the events. And I was like, suddenly, you know, I had my, you know, goosebumps. goosebumps. You know, yeah. All the hair on my forearm just stood up like that i mean the the you know it was so amazing i said is it even possible right and and that kind of stuck in my head and and uh, the next event that i did you know i, I tried a 24-hour event after having tried 12-hour uh, you know stadium runs my first uh 24-hour run i i uh, managed a 189 kilometers mm. uh, which which gave me the first uh position and the qualification was one eighty five kilometers. I didn't know about it at that point. Mm. And then I had made it to the I made it to the Indian team. It was still a very uh, close uh, contest, but right. the top six uh, um, uh, members were were selected. I was mm. one of them. Mm. Uh, and uh, venki let me let me tell you this: there cannot be a greater um, uh, feeling. Uh, you know, in in whatever amateur uh, sports that we do, right. than the feeling of representing the country. Man, it is it is simply you know I I can't put it in words. Absolutely. Uh, you know it is it is just beyond my uh, you know my my uh, capability to kind of explain uh, the pride that you feel you know when you are walking uh with under the indian flag so there is a flag ceremony that happens you know just one day before the event right you know where they where where the um uh, athletes are walking um with uh, with the flag with the flag bearer who goes and plants the flag for the country and oh it was like it was unbelievable and then of course that event was was amazing mm. i mean not personally for me but but then i i i um sacrificed my own run to mm. uh and then chipped in a bit uh you know to support the team mm. uh, as we were pushing for the for the podium there mm. thanks to uh ullas narayan who did 250 kilometers in 24 hours that day wow. which is still the national record wow um he got uh, an, an individual uh, bronze mm. and also with that effort uh with two others uh meena and uh sonal sharma putting in you know 200 uh, uh, kilometers uh, each mm. we were able to kind of get to the uh podium right um and that feeling yeah when you're, when you're on the podium and the and the national flag goes up right. uh you know is is really is really uh amazing. amazing that that um that is really a gift that um running has given me mm. right mm. and um and that's the reason why uh you know i i also want to kind of um uh, share my own stories because uh, running really truly has been magical to me and if it were not for those great people that i met who had shared all their great stories with me absolutely i don't think i would have stayed on for this long right right, right. so so it's, all of this is is in a way uh, you know my little way of kind of giving back to what running i mean and i don't think don't even think i can do justice yeah. running has given me you know everything yeah
1: right? yeah so, same same man same uh, with me and cycling yeah. uh, that's why he, and i know i had a story and i know all of us have a story to tell so i i thought you know why not use this platform to absolutely. kind of uh, you know I mean, share I mean, those stories i told you know, totally before before i right. started talking that yeah.
0: I'm, I'm i'm jealous of what you're doing <laughs> right, because Thanks, I mean, um, uh, simply because of the kind of people that you get to meet, the kind of uh, stories that you get to hear, and the kind of vibes that that come out of. Uh, Absolutely, of, of, see, of this. because
1: I myself, um, you know, it is difficult to, to for people to believe me when I say, because I have had this blog for a long time, and you know, I uh, I write decently, all right, and you know, I. I am an introvert. I don't interact with people that much. Yeah, I yeah. Even my wife says, why don't you talk that much? <laughs> and you don't even <laughs> talk at home that much. You want to do a podcast and all that. Because this has given me a chance to... Be, because this is difficult yeah. for me. Yeah. Talking, yeah. Uh, writing comes naturally for yeah. me because I have been doing it for a long time. Talking is very difficult for me. And talking to people just like that is again very difficult for me because I'm basically an introvert. Right. But what this has given me is right. a chance to meet like-minded people and stay share their sh- stories. And the focus is not on me. Yeah. And so <laughs> I am able to, you yeah. know, do some sort of justice to Absolutely. their stories. No, so and that it's is... wonderful. It's really yeah.
0: wonderful. I think... Um, these are the these are the dots that really that really uh join mm. when you look at it in hindsight right 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 so i'm i'm, I'm certain that um, and and i hope really you know and and you know i same story with myself you know i, I was not those i'm definitely not those you know selfie and mm. uh you know when you're when you're running you just put a post and no so i'm not that kind of a guy but i but i Maintained a blog so that people know what I'm doing. Right. Right. Yeah. So I said instead of sending email to ten people, yeah. so let's use a platform where people can come and check. Yeah. Check me out yeah. right, once yeah. in a while. Yeah. So that blog that I maintain, which is called VisorView, mm. visor View was because I was I started it as a motorcycling blog. Ah Visor as in the helmet visor. Exactly. So the visor View, Yeah. VisorView.blogspot.com is yeah. the is the blog, which is all about my travel logs. Mm. That's how it started. But it then turned out that, you know, I started uh, the, the choice Dude. was do I do I go on a motorcycle ride or do I do my uh running, running right? Yeah. Mm, running. Yeah. Right. So so I started picking because motorcycle is just this, right? Yeah. So you know, after a point, yeah. you have seen the places, there's nothing much to it. But with running, you know, because you know, whatever, right? So now it's gotten me to the national, to the national team. So right. you know, I can't be in a better place. Mm. But um, but that's how the blog started. Today the blog is two hundred posts, two hundred and twenty posts plus. Right. Um, and I try to just not make it like a simple log. I try to also pepper it with the feelings that I am going through at that point. Mm. Try to make it slightly different in each. I I wrote some poetry as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. Blog, yeah. You know, uh, just some uh, sonnets, just, just a four line right. uh, stuff once in a while. Yeah, I I made a picture. Um, what do you call it? The infographic kind of uh, uh, log ones. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I try to kind of mix up. Yeah, things, this no? is yeah. Uh, of... I mean,
1: w- you keep doing it regularly enough, you end up uh, looking back uh, at those some yeah. of those posts, and I uh, yeah. look, You know, some uh, some posts are like. Eh. Mm is that me Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and yeah. some are like wow is yeah. that me yeah exactly. was that me and exactly. Exactly. both both yeah uh, I, both things will is, be there yeah it is yeah?
0: it is more to to me than to anyone else yeah exactly you know, I, I look at look into you know 10 years back and i was like you know that's a different me right right yeah and sometimes i used to wonder whether i i really run to write or whether i write to run right, right yeah yeah so, so
1: i i remember riding uh riding like uh 20 kilometers and writing uh 2000 uh, word blog <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yeah, yeah right and even when i'm running now i'll be like huh, okay this is a good thought maybe i should put it on a blog and i'm like wait let me just finish all this run before i start to writing <laughs> yeah, just,
1: all right fun, yeah. beautiful beautiful so that was uh, you represented uh, india there in um, the asian oceanic uh, uh, in taipei in 2018 and uh, came back with uh, bronze and a uh, lot of other you uh, you know even although you are in like ultra and uh, stuff uh, i looked at your uh, that uh, timing uh, post that you uh, ha- that uh, you have it on the blog the 5K in 19 and 10K in 39, not a slow slouch at all, even for the shorter distances.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of a little bit of a uh, odd um, ball there yeah. because um, especially in India, um, the ultras is something that people pick up after they have kind of slowed down on marathons mm, mm, right mm, mm. so so typically right they, they chase the marathon or the half marathon timing really with with a lot of fervor, mm. and then they say oh you know what the speed thing is not working for me now let me do distance mm. right but for me it was not it was not that mm. for me well of course maybe uh no not really but but the thing is that um i always pick uh like like i i, I tend to talk about this as like a riverbed with a lot of pebbles, Mm. right, Mm. running, there's a lot of pebbles, Mm. you just have to pick one pebble, you know, and and you really can't say which pebble is better than the other, Mm. right, a 5k uh, in in 20 minutes, uh, you know, is is also a great pebble, and, uh, you know, 180 kilometers in 24 hours also is a great pebble, right? right, now, which pebble will you choose? So you got to be, you know, a little uh, partial sometimes. You pick one pebble and say, "Hey, I'm going to hold on to this for a while." Mm. And then when I'm, when I don't like this pebble, I'll drop it and pick something else. Right. And this time it's a 12-hour pebble. Okay, mm. fine. Right. Yeah. So I I tend to kind of mix and match my running. Mm. Right. So even when I'm doing ultras, you know, um, uh, you you don't get me wrong. I'm still training for pace. Mm. Right. Right. I'm still I'm still doing my tempos. I'm still doing my intervals. You know, this is all learning that has come. You know, I was running in... Um, so that, Because
1: you, even for ultras, like for a 24-hour marathon, you, you still want to do as much as you can. Yeah, well, that is one. See, mm. here
0: is my philosophy. And mm. um, when you're in your optimum, see, slowing down too much will also add inefficiencies to your form. Right. You'll start slouching more. You'll start using your waist. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll start landing. You know, you're you're not... You're not bouncing off. Mm. You're spending too much time on the ground contact. Right. Your hips will start swaying a little more. You will build inefficiencies. Mm-hmm. So just slowing down does not mean that you can go longer. Right. 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 The point is to be at your optimum pace, mm. you know, so that, you know, so you're... For sp- whatever duration. For whatever duration that you can. Yeah. Slowing is also slouching at some point. Mm. You know, whatever that slowing means for you, mm-hmm. right? So optimum pace is what you got to keep. Mm. And if you're... If you're firing both your slow twitch and your fast twitch muscles, there's a good chance that you know that your form is is accurate and mm. is, you know your oxygen efficiency. Everything will work work in yeah. an optimal condition. Mm. So one of the things that I used to do is I used to also uh, you know when I was traveling uh, you know on work mm. I also used to do ultra mm. uh, ultras there right mm. because marathons you can't sign up mm. so I used to sign up for ultras mm. and I used to go and do 50 kilometers, 60 kilometers, etc. So in one of those events, I I happened to meet this guy called um, Long. Um, I forget his name, but uh, I forget his uh, first name. Mm. Uh, he was a part of the U.S. Uh, army, mm. uh, and he was training for 200-mile uh, races. Ooh, yes! Competitive, yeah. He was a competitive runner, okay. And and I tagged along with him. 200
1: miles is like 360 320 km, kilometers. 3, 320
0: kilometers. 320 kilometers. 320 races races. Races, yeah.
1: In which 360 kilometers, you know, 320 kilometers, in ah, which
0: hmm. after the first 200 kilometers is hmm. when they start getting competitive,
1: yeah, yeah, right. Well, well our just little imagine little that, just fall off.
0: <laughs> yeah, just imagine, imagine looking behind your shoulder after 200k when you have a hill to climb, yeah, and then thinking, Oh, that flow is giving me a chase now, if I attack this hill. I got a chance. Right. Imagine thinking that <laughs> Up to right? 200k. I'm not sleeping. Huh? Yeah. 200k would, would mean that they have not slept for the for 24. 24 hours. hours. Right? Yeah. But anyway, so so I uh, Doug Long, yeah, Douglas mm. Long was his name. Mm. So so I, I managed to kind of uh, stick along with him, uh, you know, for uh, in Texas for when we were doing a ultra, mm. and I got four hours out of him, mm. and and we were doing just what we were doing in the podcast. I started throwing questions at him, and he started you know, sharing his uh, training and and all of that. As you ran. Yeah, as we ran. And one of the things that he was telling me was, was look, the volume, when you're doing an ultra, the volume of your training just goes up, which Mm. means that if you're doing your intervals for 10 kilometers, he does intervals for 20 kilometers, right? His intervals add up to that. Mm. His idea of a tempo run is you know is three hours at a tempo tempo pace, pace. whereas we would be thinking one hour yeah right? yeah so so that is how it kind of everything kind of stretches mm. so that morning he had done a four hour run mm. he had come and stepped in his car uh, signed up for this ultra and he was doing you know 60 kilometer in the evening just so he could get 100 kilometers that day
1: that day wow
0: and therefore i was able to keep pace with him by the way right you yeah, know and, and after we had done 50 kilometers he looked mm. at me and said Mm, and we passed the race leader mm. Okay, at that point we yeah. passed the guy who was the race leader I mean very 25 year old uh, young right. guy he was struggling and suffering so we passed him he looked at me and I said, "Do you want to win this now yeah <laughs> I said boss no I mean, this is not my race let me just finish this I yeah. said okay I mean yeah. you know. but, but this is that is how you know some of the competitive guys think right. and therefore ultras is not just about you know not doing pace mm. right so I keep I keep my, you know, this one with pace, but focus is more on distance and volume and all of that. Back-to-back right. runs, right. long runs and, and stuff like that. Mm. I also tend to psych myself out when I'm doing this ultra training. Mm. You know, I, I ran to Nandi Hills and came back <laughs> uh, last time. Right. What? How yeah. much? Uh, so I've actually done two Nandi Hills and back, which yeah. is uh, 90... Uh, no, 102 kilometers from my house to back to Nandi Hills. That was last year. This year, during the... Uh, just a few months back, I tried uh, again. But they didn't allow me to run up you know, because it was closed for Corona. And right. they said there are leopards there. And I'm like, huh, okay. yeah, yeah. I can't outrun the leopard. Outrun yeah, the I'm leopard, like no. Yeah. So I just turned around and came back. But right. that day I did a 80 kilometer. Mm. Um, I do, you know, I you know, I, kind cannot... Man, so uh,
1: this one or two kilometers to Nandi and back, how long does it take?
0: Yeah, this right. took me 12 hours that day. 12 hours, right. eight, 15 minutes, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And I had, I had someone who... who who by bi- who initially said he'll bike all the way kind of for support mm. but i was only able to get him because of a lot of punches and things like that so right. he had a pretty bad day mm. so he was able to support me for the last 30 30 kilometers mm. but otherwise it was this 80 kilometers that i did was was completely on my own right the first 100 that i did with to Nandi and back yeah. i put kept some support mm. then this time when i was planning i figured um, too much work yeah so let me just put on the camel Camelback <laughs> camel
1: back and, and keep going yeah, and just keep going Yeah. so, so I, how um, yeah just curious how do you manage nutrition on these like long runs and uh, these 24 hour see stuff? um 24 hour stuff you have remain you can yeah. pick up whatever but
0: so I've, yeah. I've been i've been on you know on, on that you know that curve up and down mm. uh, so you know when i went to taiwan for the to represent the country mm you know i carried uh, peanut butter uh, and um, and peanuts mm. okay ullas looked at me and said dude you can't run the 24 hours on peanuts no right mm. so so i used to do some gels but mm. but not much mm. then i came back and tried a lot of gels in delhi uh, two weeks after after i finished my taiwan run because you mm. know i messed it up big time mm. i wanted redemption
1: yeah what happened there
0: so what happened there was um so we started the so unlike the Indian 24-hour runs, mm. the run there starts at 9 a.m. Okay. Okay. Mm. So when it starts at 9 a.m., the sun, and in Taiwan, is like, think of it like, It's hot, it's humid. Hot humid. Yeah. Think of it like Chennai. Okay? Yeah. So it's hot and humid. So we started at 9 a.m. with absolutely no cloud cover or no trees. You know, it's a stadium, of course. Right. Uh, so 9 o'clock to 1 o'clock was, we all got fried. Right. Okay? Yeah. And because it is the is, you're representing the country, don't tell me that I got to go slow. Mm right? Yeah. We all have, you know, our targets. Mm. So we're at least doing 10 kilometers an hour. I mean, mm. I can't be sitting down and not doing any distance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it is hot. Yeah. I mean, who does that? Yeah. So invariably in the first four hours, I mean, I think I should have been wiser and mm. gone slow, Slower, to be Yeah. But within the first four hours, I was cramping. Mm. And mm. I was wearing my long leggings, I told you, mm. the black color ones. Ulas told me, you know, after point that boss, you will be, yeah, you are inside, you are just cooked.
1: And also the black ones black. They, they, black. they they observe the heat and everything yeah. that's it yeah.
0: and you could see that you know after three hours it had turned white i had lost <laughs> so all much the salt, salt. Uh-huh. i had lost so much salt uh-huh. and then i went in for for uh you know for stretching after four hours which is you know i never do that ever mm-hmm. right so i had started to struggle mm-hmm. like really badly and uh in in i think uh 16 hours i had done about 120 kilometers mm-hmm. i wasn't too happy about about the way it was going mm-hmm. And, um, and I knew I can't do anything great. Right. So, and um, our team was really stretched. We Mm. had just um, a support crew, which was just two members, one physio and, uh, you know, uh, one manager. Mm. And then there was, uh, Ullaz's father was there. There was uh, some little support from there, but, Mm. uh, but we certainly needed more support. Uh, Mm. You know, we were six guys, six girls Mm. uh, in the team. So, so then I decided because I wasn't doing anything, anything uh, fun. I decided to just take a quick power nap and then join the support support team, mm-hmm. right? Right. uh So then I was uh, I was helping them out with uh, calculations in terms of saying, you know, where which team is chasing and you know how we can what we right, need to, right. uh, to push in. So how
1: does it work for say team performance when when yeah. you say a team got a bronze? So do they take? The timings, uh, yes. the distance of the top three people yes. Yes. from the thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that is how it is done. Mm. Uh, sort of the six-member team, the top three um, and uh, top three distances are added up, and that gives the team score. Right. So, so out
1: of six people, say they take the top three mm. of. The and time. we had about yeah.
0: four of four runners who were running quite strong. Mm. Um, so we had a, you know, we we had to just make sure that they are motivated enough and they know they are they're supported enough right. uh, you know both medically nutrition hydration all of that yeah uh, to to get them uh, moving yeah. right? so so that was that is how it panned out yeah so uh, the
1: teamwork right it's if you are yeah. not able to uh, do well for whatever reasons yeah. on the track you might as well support them yeah. in uh, any other way you can that's right yeah, so absolutely mm, so coming back to the nutrition stuff yeah.
0: yeah so so and then what i did was to be, so so because I needed to redeem myself right. I, immediately after that run I signed up for Delhi which was uh, Delhi 24 hours which was happening two weeks later just mm. two weeks later right. so I flew back and flew back to Delhi yeah. I took part in that one I did 176 kilometers on that run mm. Um. again you know I hadn't recovered fully enough but regardless I was pretty happy right Um. So there I was trying different nutrition also, Hmm. but my personal best or personal worst pick, choose your, uh, make your pick was I think 22 gels in 24 hours. Okay. So, so every hour I used to gel Hmm. uh, up to a point where, you know, your, your lips will start hurting because of all that. Ah, the side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You lose taste. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of all that stuff that's gone in, you lose yeah. your voice. A lot of sugar, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. speak, you can't speak too well. Mm. Your voice gets ho- uh, hoarse after, mm. Mm. you know, all of that. So, yeah. I've had, you know, but but, but thankfully, I, I could stomach it. it so, it, so nutrition-wise, that day I did mostly gels, but I used to also eat some how banana it, and all it, that.
1: It did, did the, so with the gels, yeah, yeah. it kind of stayed uh, stable. It stayed, in, it stayed in. stayed in and uh, you were able to do well on the run. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, with some of these runs, I mean, of course, I don't do gels very often. So mm. I, I was this guy who had gotten rid of gels. I don't, mm. you know, when I was training for, say, Malar Ultra and all of that, I've done it on solid food only. Mm. Um, now, that said, what do I do on, on these runs that I do on my own solo, camelback, etc.? i put in a, a gel or two hmm. i put in a bar of chikki hmm. um, i used to do this uh, chapati rolls hmm. uh, you know the previous night uh, my you know wife's mandate was 10 chapatis hmm. if i am doing 100k it's 10 chapatis right right one so per uh, one, 10k one per 10k right right Uh, And then my camel back is two liters. So, you know, uh, water up to a point is okay. Mm. So, interestingly, let me just put this in perspective with what I used to do with uh, my Nandi Hills. Okay. Mm. So, Nandi Hills, I used to use it as a training run. Mm. I used to go to Nandi Hills, Mm. right? 50 kilometers, 51 kilometers from home. Mm. And then once I reached the top, I used to turn around and ask for a lift Mm. and then, you know, get back home. Mm. You know, so that used to be my schedule. Right. Right. So, I started at 3 a.m., run up to Nandi Hills, uh, 8 o'clock, I'm on top of Nandi Hills. And then I turn around, ask for a lift, and then come back by 10, 30. ten thirty. I'm at home mm. for the rest of my family. Right. right,
1: around eight is when we used to get to the top right. every and, Saturday. And then, yeah, and, yeah, and, I've uh, seen you running up. Exactly right. So I sh- uh, we should probably collaborate and put a pannier on my bike or something and come back. <laughs> Look,
0: l- let me tell you how it uh, how it used to work. Yeah. So I used to have this camel back and chapati, like I said, right. with with peanut butter or with jam, mm. you know, and things like that, on the camel back, and I used to I used to do that. So, at the Durbulapur, you know, I, I go from Ilanka and the Stone Hill, uh, that is the padukon um, center, that road, mm. all the way to Durbulapur. That's the, a nice route. Yeah, yeah. That road is like empty, no traffic. Right. And then uh, cross the Durbulapur road and then continue on those village roads right to the Nandi base. Correct. Okay. Now, at that point where it crosses Durbulapur road, there, it used to be about 6, I think 6.15 ish. Mm. So, there, there are... You know, about 33 kilometers. There, there used to be a chai kada, you know, mm. chai yes. shops. Yes, yes. So, I used to stop there, refill my water, mm. uh, buy bananas, eat chikki, and then continue from there. All right? right. So, so that used to be how I, would, um, how I would plan this. Then, after a point, I was like, oh, wait, hang on, food, right? So, if I put a gel here, and if I put a chikki here, or maybe not even chikki, some nuts yeah. right in my pouch, that should be enough, right? So I don't need chapati. Okay, chapati went off. <laughs> okay. Then I was like, "Huh, wait, water. Now Elanka, that place, there is one chai shop that is open throughout the night, so I can get some water there. Then when I pass CRPF, I can get water with the security. Padukon center, I can get water. <laughs> that developer place, I have water. Uh, Nandi base, I can get water. Do we need the camel back? Uh, no. <laughs> camel back off. Uh-huh then so i need cash i need nuts right gel went off yeah okay then then cash nuts two poaches yeah. then after a while t-shirt went off <laughs> i mean i i used to still wrap it around uh. the reason is see if i wear a t-shirt it becomes fully wet right okay then when i'm doing my bike you know when i do the lift and get right. some bike ride back yeah it it, it really becomes cold yeah. so i would just wrap the t-shirt around and run the t-shirt stays dry and then I used to use it. I very conveniently put it on, become like on full, you know, and then <laughs> yeah. ask for the lift. And I have... So, that's how I started getting minimalist on some of these. <laughs> nice, right. Right? Nice. So, now I don't think I need too much logistics. Just wake up at 3 a.m., which yeah. is now work-wise getting a little challenge shutting down at you know nine pm. Mm, mm, uh, mm. You know, so I can make up at three. So it's a little yeah. bit of a dicey thing. But correct, I out. correct,
1: yeah, oh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of you figure out what is what works for you, and over a period of time, optimize it, look to optimize it, yeah. and cut down this, cut down that, or yeah, include this, or include that. Right? See, yeah.
0: See, that's the beauty of um, see what works for you may not work. For what works for you today may not work for you tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Um, therefore, what works for someone else, you know, may definitely not work for you. Right. Right. So you got to kind of figure out what works for you. Now, how do you figure out is make, change one variable at a time, mm. right? See if this works. Mm. And and as we speak, you know, you're going through this massive 72-hour fast, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and all the best for that. Really, uh, it's amazing. I have, yeah. I have had my experiments with fasting as well, mm-hmm. right? So what I try to do is, You know, experience and then understand. Right. And if it works, keep it. If Mm. it doesn't, drop it. Mm. Right. I experimented with barefoot. Mm. You know, figured out maybe it doesn't work well for me. So, Mm. dropped it. Right. I experiment with um, eating too much, Mm. eating too little, eating only carbs. Mm. Right. So, a lot of of these things are, you know, not drinking at all, over drinking, Mm. cramping, Mm. heavily, you know, either ways. Right. Right. Still not figuring out how much to drink. Right. Right. But... But yeah, I mean the 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 one thing that is constant is experimenting, right? Right. Like they say, change is constant. Yeah. Right. The experimenting is constant. Right. Keep trying. Yeah. Keep trying what works. If it works, stay with it. Yeah. Right. And then change something else. Right. Right. So that's that's how I'm toying with with this now. Now my current um, uh playbook is uh with with peanut butter, mm. no bread, just peanut butter mm. and date syrup, mm. right? As as a go to for you know for nutrition. Okay. Along with gels, mm. I'm doing gels also. Mm. Uh, in my 24-hour run, which I which I bonked recently, I was having peanut butter and and date date syrup, both of which goes down very well with me. Mm. I love peanut butter, mm. and then of course you have your uh, you know gels to supplement as well.
1: Right, but still you said you bonked. What uh, did it kind of was yeah. it not enough or how no? It? It's
0: something got you know difficult to uh, to get down. Okay. A point. So I had to kind of. Uh, it
1: took it out okay so yeah. is it like um uh, uh yeah, acidity like generating not or
0: acidity so mm. i think the, the you know uh, the peanut butter for some reason you know did not go down too well after yeah it's
1: point. it's a little bit sticky yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. difficult to kind of gulp also right yeah,
0: yeah. And, mm-hmm. and maybe the the energy drink or something that I was also having alongside.
1: So you need to figure out, uh, take one out and maybe yeah. experiment. So and... I was trying
0: this uh, mm-hmm. this new thing called Huel, which is like a nutrition, uh, like a meal, mm-hmm. right? But it's powder, it's got all millets and flax seeds and everything. You mm-hmm. know, powder like, like your chapati um, uh, flour, flour no? ah. like that. Mm. Uh, like the wheat flour mm. but with with a lot of things so that can be just mixed with water and you can ha- you can have it it's right. called huel meal, meal replacement yeah, it's like a meal replacement it's got uh-huh. all nutrition so i was trying that uh-huh. that didn't you know uh, after a point you know it kind of stayed there it didn't feel too good so i, right. I just you know
1: threw, mm. threw up and
0: mm. got
1: rid mm. of it right but you also uh, mentioned something about uh, doing a 50k fasted
0: yeah, so so like I said, yeah, so so I keep trying these um, these things, and one of the things that I'm that I'm trying nowadays is uh, fasting, intermittent mm, fasting, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fast. And um, my belief is that uh, I think we are all wired to do the fasting and the feasting, right? Mm, mm. Eat when, when you eat, you know, eat to your fullest, mm. and when you're fasting, you know, give those long breaks. Mm. Uh, I've been trying on this intermittent fasting. My sister is a great um, uh, example of that. She she does some twenty two hour fast uh, every day um, so basically it will be one like meal, one meal a day just just one okay. meal a day kind of a mm. uh, 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 mode mm. and i have been i have been experimenting say you know anywhere between 12 to 16 hour uh, intermittent fasting almost every day uh, i do this ekadashi uh, fast uh, where i push it from 24 to 30 hour fast mm. so one of those days when i was in when chennai uh, i decided to uh, try to see I mean, I, I keep playing with this hypothesis, right? And one of the hypotheses that, that I have is, mm. see, with fasting, what happens is anything after 12 hours is when the body is completely depleted of carbohydrates, mm. right? Which is when the fat pathways, mm. the fat metabolism pathways need to open up, the keto pathways that are there need to need to fire in order mm. to provide that energy.
1: Maybe uh, people say uh, after 18, yeah yeah, I mean, yeah yeah it could it around could vary, that right? yeah. it could vary mm. i mean
0: uh, there's no mm. uh, exact uh science, but yeah i mean there is probably exact science but what right. i'm saying is that number can vary but mm. the point being that your if your body is able to metabolize fat as right. a source of energy mm. uh, then the fat is is much more cleaner mm. it is much more efficient mm. right it doesn't have byproducts and uh it can last for much longer mm. right than mm. carbohydrates. because from an efficiency perspective i think you know the there is something about how much ATP one gram of carbohydrate can provide versus mm. how much one one from fat. Mm. And on on fat, it is six times more. Mm. Right. For ATP the being
1: amount, the energy, the energy uh, molecule. Uh, molecule that uh, is used to generate that. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is used to
0: power your muscles. Correct. Right? Yeah, which is consumed by your muscles in mm-hmm. order to generate that that force. Mm. Now, now with fat, you are able to do that six times more. With, with with just the same amount of carbohydrates and fat, mm. fat is six times more can give you six times more uh, ATP. ATP than than carbohydrates. Interesting. For the same amount of oxygen, mm. right? Okay. So the byproduct that is there, you know, is far lesser when you are when you are in a fat burn mode. Ah. Okay. Mm. Um. So therefore, it is much more efficient. Mm. The only disadvantage, if there is any, from fat uh, as a source of energy, is that it is slow right so i've tried this with with intervals also so Mm. i've gone on 12 hour fast and i am try to do my intervals Mm. sixth interval seventh interval your your you can feel you know that your that your stomach is like completely shrinking and it's like begging you for for, uh, nutrition it's not coming right yeah i mean thankfully i haven't fainted or anything but Mm. but the thing is that you can that is it's not mental it is physical you can Mm. actually feel that Mm. you know i've tried it Mm but but with your slow long runs Mm. you can keep going it's just blissful right right because you don't have that's one less thing to worry about Mm. right so now the thing is that um, and therefore i believe that you know like we were discussing just a while back see when you're when you're in your fastest state Mm. and you're telling your body i need energy Mm. and you're also telling your body i'm not giving you carbohydrates where Mm. does the body go it goes into your fat Mm. right and 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 then you're you're forcing your body to burn that fat and provide that energy. Hmm. Now, once that pathway is activated and there is energy that is provided, even if you stop your physical activity, you would still be able to continue that energy source is still there, which means you're tapping into that energy and you can go on for much longer. Yeah. The other thing that also happens is there are a lot of hormone balances that are there in your body hmm. that kind of trigger, you know, hunger, hmm. right? Which trigger hunger, which gives those messages. There is apparently a brain in your gut. Mm. Right, because of all of our mindless eating, we have made that, you know, that mind sleep go mm. off to sleep. Mm. You don't hear signals from your stomach anymore. Mm. Hunger, like any other feeling, is a feeling. Mm. It'll pass. Right. 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 Now, now the thing is that for for all of this, when you when you do your physical activity, the hormonal balance, mm. you know, it's it's beautiful. Right. If you if you uh, thinking fast, thinking slow, there are a whole lot of. Uh, uh books spark if you if you have uh, read the book called uh, spark right mm. that uh, that book talks about how the balances hormonal balances in your brain is modulated to an uh, on to, to that precise balance mm. when you're doing physical activity right try to ape that with any kind of you know steroids or drugs or whatever you give you can never get to that balance because mm. there's always something that's more mm. right but when physical activity is there the body has a way of regulating it. Mm. That's the exact same thing that works when you are fasting as well. Mm. You give a slow, you know, aerobic kind of a, not very slow. What I mean is aerobic. Mm. Right. Don't go into intervals. Mm. Right. Keep it keep it honest. Right. Now, when you're doing that, your hormones are also regulated to an mm. extent that, you know, your hunger is also kind of mm. taken care of. Right. So both these things, I think, work very well. So I was trying to hypothesize, hypothesize this, which meant that, you know, I, I went once on a 30-hour fast. Mm. And then I was in Chennai Mm. and got up at 3 a.m. without having eaten anything and then decided, I mean, I had this planned, of course, Mm. and then I said, I'll I'll do a 50k run. Mm. So I started out doing a 50k run without eating anything with just two liters of water in my camel bag in Chennai, running on a route that I was not very familiar with, but one big, one big loop. Mm. Um, And I, you know, and and I didn't feel the need to eat, Mm. which is See i mean it is not just uh, i didn't feel the need
1: the, our bodies have enough fat to burn it has, I, it has I mean no especially difference. you are not if you are not uh, doing intensity as you said yeah. if you are going slow i mean you know, aerobic uh, state it, it can uh, possible. dig into that uh, it is possible. Th- those reserves it is possible. Right. so my personal
0: best <laughs> mm. is a 30 hour fast and uh, a 50k run and wow. then I, I got back home not having, you know, not, not feeling this great urge to eat. Mm. To go and, oh, where's the food? Where is food? Where is food? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I happily, you know, had my shower. I did a little prayer. Right. You know, and then, and then I had my, had my breakfast, broke my fast. Food. Awesome. Was like, yeah.
1: Awesome. That. So, I mean, that kind of gives me confidence to try and ride fasted as well. Because I, I mean, we... you, know the person,
0: you, you, you know, the best that someone has done on a, on a fast state. no Um, so the best is this guy tried a hundred mile run uh-huh. on empty, uh. Um, uh, after having not eaten anything. So hundred miles in seventeen hours is what he did from one city to the other, just on water.
1: Wow, wow! And how how long did he fast before? I think it was. I mean, no, overnight, carb, yeah, I overnight fast, fast yeah. before okay.
0: he that. Oh. So it was a car depleted state, not eating anything. And w- wake up and
1: seventeen hours. hours. 100 miles 17 hours 100 miles is 160 kilometers 160 dude. kilometers
0: in 17 hours and uh which, which itself by itself is a is a super achievement right and and he it in some you know some road between two cities right yeah. so he uh, ran from city a to city b in the u.s somewhere so yeah yeah i mean wow, wow. so it is it is possible i mean mm. it's, you know you just have to expand your mind
1: right yeah <laughs> awesome awesome yeah let so me go for that let, go for that right tomorrow let you let me help. see yeah yeah, yeah. I was instead of yoga i would go for probably yeah i mean yeah. that's right i'm sure it'll help mm-hmm. <laughs> sure awesome man this has been fantastic chat um to kind of conclude this what are some of the tips that you, you would give uh working athletes uh to do well at sport and
0: Right, uh, so so if there is um, just this one advice, if I were to give, right, and the advice would be um, uh, keep a balance, hmm. right? Uh, since there's no point in being obsessed about um, one thing or the other, right? Whatever it is, even a good baggage is a baggage at the end of the day, hmm. right? Don't carry any baggage, right? Hmm. Um, so, what I mean is that. Um, uh so very beautifully someone you know i was chatting with someone in, in the us once when i was in work and very beautifully she she said this four burner theory right she said life is like you know you have these four burners one is your passion one is your work one is your family one is your friends not all burners and these are gas burners right mm. uh, so not all burners can fire at the same time mm. right? so you got to kind of sim one at, at some point so that the other can burn rightly right mm. now think of your life like that you, you just can't have it all right? right if you have it all then you're burning both ways. Uh, both sides and you we don't we don't want a burnout happening right. right so and someone else also said you know in an article where I was reading they said stress any stress is stress mm-hmm. it could be a training stress right if you're an athlete it could be a work stress yeah you know when you're a working athlete yeah it could be any of those stresses right, right. so so look at it in, in that in that sense mm-hmm. right all of that is stress mm-hmm. right so it's just not the training stress right so so look at it in that in the total sense and then figure out you know where the you know for therefore if your work is demanding you to sit until 11 o'clock and you cannot get up at 5 a.m and you've got and feel rested Hmm. right rest right don't burn it both ways you will always find a time um use your imagination Right. right you will always find time to do your t- 10K run. You don't have to do it at 5 a.m. every morning. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, and you don't have to necessarily do it all days a week. Mm. So, there was someone, you know, a British uh, 64-year-old who's still kicking ass on the uh, veteran uh, master's category. Mm. He was uh, 30 years of running career and he says the exact same thing. He says, use that, you know, on some weeks, you're only, in, in some years, you're only able to do three days a week mm. of your of your running right sometimes you can do six days a week now he is training for a you know for a fast uh, 10k or something and he's training 100 kilometers a week at 64 years old (laughs) uh, 100 kilometers a week and he's running six days a week Mm. okay now it's possible to do all of that you know so long as you're able to keep that longevity going so the point is every stress adds up so make sure that you know your running does not add to a stress allow it to you know, to, to kind of de-stress you, de right? you. Yeah. So that is that would be my advice. You know, look at it in the you know holistically. Right. There is family. There is a uh, you know you have to get your family into this um, you know into your goal setting. Yeah. You know there are demands from family that you'll have to cater to, um, but but have you know that that whole um, you know holistic view. Right. Um, okay. So that that would be that would be my you know, brilliant
1: advice. man. this this is this has been a fantastic uh, chat. I, I I really, really enjoyed it. I would love to have you back on the podcast uh, to share more of your uh, you know insights uh, into running and life in general. But uh, thanks again for taking so, the time and uh, coming on to the show.
0: Thank you, Anki. Like I said, you know this is this is indeed a, a, an honor and, and pleasure for me um and i hope uh, you know it, it helps your your listeners absolutely uh, to, to set their own goals and, and go go after them
1: absolutely i am sure it does and uh, for the guys listening uh, you can check out the blog manoj has he has a fantastic uh, blog uh, i will uh, link that to the, in the show notes and uh, those who are looking to uh, for help uh, with running and stuff can reach out to him uh, he's he's very uh, down to earth very communicative as you can see from the podcast uh, you can reach out for uh, any advice uh, or help with running and um,
0: i have a instagram uh, where at, uh, with a handle at ultra ultra is what i do and butt is my surname b-h-a-t
1: Yep. Uh, So So we'll link that also in the show notes uh, so that people can get in touch. And uh, subscribe to the channel uh, and the the podcast wherever uh, you get your podcast or on YouTube. And you can leave the comments on YouTube uh, what you thought about uh, uh, our uh, little interaction here. If you have any suggestions for the guests as well, you can leave a comment on the YouTube uh, in the comments. Thank you. Super. Thanks. Thanks so much.